Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 194 is brought to you by Sandra Hudson, Lagoon Games, and Anne, some of our newest Patreon patrons. This week, Nina, Sergio, and I are revealing the August art for Haken. We are also joined by Jemima of the Crossing Board for an interview about their Animal Crossing fanzine. Afterwards, Nina and Sergio discuss their thoughts on the latest update. So, to begin, I want to start by introducing this new Haken artwork. It's absolutely beautiful. It was made by Mina Crossing over on Twitter and Instagram if you want to check it out. This has such a great look to it, and Mina gave an amazing statement and said, I had an incredible time illustrating this. It had been an honor and a pleasure. The theme for this piece was a suggestion from Chewy, and I fell in love with the idea immediately. I wanted to capture the feeling of a hot summer night, basking in the glow of the fireworks with your friends and favorite villagers. The fireworks show has always been my favorite thing about Animal Crossing, right from when I played Wild World for the first time. So, yeah, I love all the little callbacks, the Wild World callback especially. I always love hearing when people started the game, but this one is really cool. I love the little games that are here on Red's booth, and... I've recently gotten Audie, and I've become a really huge fan. I've always known the story of the grandmother who plays Animal Crossing, and I thought Audie was a nice little name to give a villager to be shared there. But the villager choices are awesome, and I love it so much. And for anybody who wants to support Mina Crossing, follow her and her work. She's got an Etsy, a Twitter, and an Instagram, so... Be sure to check the description. You'll be able to find all the links to find that in the show notes as well. So yeah, be sure to check it out. And I actually recorded a little bit separately from Nina and Sergio today. So I'm going to go ahead and let Nina and Sergio give their thoughts on the artwork as well. So Nina, what do you think of the art for this month? I'm loving like how celebratory it looks. The colors are so cute and I love how the the trees and the grass kind of look like they're starting to turn a yes. little bit fall. <laughs> <laughs> I want that fall weather so bad. So I'm very excited for that. Um and I, I'm of course I'm so excited to see red on an artwork finally. Yes. <laughs> Uh, I'm with you, definitely. Like, the colors just say, okay, we're starting to fall over here. <laughs> but <laughs> most people want that. And, yeah, I, I definitely agree. It it, it looks, like, faded uh, a little bit, but with good mm. reason. I also really yeah. like the perspective of the resident services building. Like, it's very, yeah. you can tell it's 3D. It's, like, popping out of the ground. It, it looks nice, very nice. They did a really good job. I'm a little sad that poor Isabel is still stuck yes. inside while the fireworks are going on. <laughs> I saw her and I, I felt a little bit bad too, but I think she can see them from the window, right? Yeah, she looks happy enough. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's cool to see Red for sure in the villagers. I mean, we have Poppy. Um, we have Bones, which was nice to see him too. Yeah. And Audie. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. It's a really good one. I like this one a lot. Yeah. And yeah, it's good to see the, the fireworks, you know, the different colors they have. So it's going to be cool to, to get fireworks again. All right, everybody, I'm here with Nina, and we are joined by Jemima, who is the founder of The Crossing Board. Hello, Jemima. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. We're excited to have you. I've been a subscriber for a while now, and it's really fun to talk to somebody who is making a really cool physical piece of Animal Crossing memorabilia, merchandise, a fanzine. So I wanted to get from you really quickly, what is The Crossing Board? Sure. So basically, it's a monthly subscription for all Animal Crossing fans, whether you're new to the franchise or if you've bought some of the older games. Um, We've got a hard copy subscription of a magazine and a digital copy as well. And yeah, it's just entertainment, information for Animal Crossing fans. (laughs) Yeah, and like I said, it's really cool to see this type of thing in the world. And I'm really happy that you do both a physical and a digital publication, especially because I found out about it a little late. I missed maybe three or four copies at the beginning, and I was like, oh, I need to get them. So I put them on my Christmas wish list, and I got them digitally (laughs) that year. Oh, yeah, we've heard a lot of people have missed out on the earlier copies. We may bring them back. Who knows? (laughs) Got a lot of requests for that. (laughs) Yeah, I understand. Well, I just wanted to begin by getting your history with the Animal Crossing series. So my first question for you here is, what was your first Animal Crossing game? Well, I'm actually relatively new to the Animal Crossing franchise. Um, My first game was New Leaf, but I know that one of our team members, Emily, who makes our YouTube videos and also writes a bit for the crossing board, um, her first one was Wild World. That's probably the furthest back the team goes. But yeah, I just absolutely loved New Leaf. I loved the island tour games that you could do with friends. And I really hope they'll bring that into New Horizons because... There are a lot of features in the game that I think would really go well with New Horizons. Yeah, and the island games, that's definitely one that I want back the most. As soon as I saw it was that trailer that showed eight players playing on one island, I was like, the island games are going to get such an update. I want to see four versus four. I want to see, I don't know, I just thought it would be the perfect fit with the game, but I'm surprised it's not in there. Yeah, I'm surprised too. That would be amazing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I love that you started out with New Leaf. It's an excellent game. They definitely mastered a lot of what Animal Crossing was, and it's moved forward since then with New Horizons. But I wanted to know, what was it about the series that captured your attention? Well, when I was really young, I think it it must have been Wild World that I tried out on my friend's DS. Um, I never actually owned the game and I only sort of ran around in it. I had no idea what I was doing. Um, but what I really loved was sort of the re- the little details and the sounds that the footsteps make on the different surfaces. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favourite thing about the game and it really made me want to get a copy of my own. 
<laughs> yeah, the sounds. Uh, if Sergio were here, he would definitely <laughs> love that answer. <laughs> He's our uh, audiophile here. He loves sounds and games and everything. But yeah, and the footsteps in New Horizons really are a pleasure to listen to. Every single floor, <laughs> every shoe has a different sound that it makes. They did a great job with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can... it makes it so much more peaceful and mm-hmm. yeah, really lovely experience. I can only use the official paths because of how much I like the sounds. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it's really sad that the sound goes away with the custom patterns. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. That's probably my least favorite part about the game. It made me so mad the first time I found out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's probably the most wanted update for me, an option to pick what sound is associated to a pattern if you place it on the floor. Yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, if it's, if you put down a wooden path, you could hear the wood. Yeah, that would be so much better. Oh, and that's perfect for Sergio too. He's got his custom wooden path that he's made and he just wants to hear it when he walks around. Uh, cool. So yeah, I'm happy to know, you know, where you started, where, when you got into the game. So I wanted to know also, how did the idea for the crossing board come to be? So I used to collect magazines actually when I was younger, which is funny because obviously I've ended up doing this. Um, And I remember thinking I'm either going to be a detective when I grow up or I'm going to make magazines. And here we are, Um, (laughs) even though The Crossing Board is obviously a fanzine, not a magazine. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I really like creating projects and coming up with a concept and bringing it to fruition. So when I got into the Animal Crossing community and saw that there was nothing really like this out there, it was quite a no-brainer. I really wanted to create it. Yeah, and there really is nothing like it out there. It's such a really cool, unique idea in a, I guess, in an era where I'd say a lot of print medias really disappeared, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really cool to see such a specific um magazine come out for an audience like us yeah it makes me sad that there's not as much printed stuff nowadays it's all digital and I really want to bring that back Mm -hmm. yeah that goes so well with the animal crossing like homey feel too like it's just cozy I'm the kind of person who likes to buy physical books too so it's just perfect for animal crossing Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It really fits with the vibe. Yeah. And you know, it's funny that Nintendo themselves kind of keeps it alive too. If you're part of the little Pocket Camp Club, you get access to their monthly Pocket Camp magazine that they send out. Yeah. And mm. yeah I don't know if you've ever seen those, but they look pretty cute. Um, they're that's the only reason, the main reason I'd say I pay for it, because I'm like, 60 leaf tickets isn't really enough. They should give us more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. So we know you publish monthly. Can you take us through what the production process to release on time is each month? Yeah, so I, I want to start by saying that we've got an incredible team of people who make sure it's done on time every month. So huge credit to them um but yeah we have a meeting at the beginning with all the writers and the creative director to sort of set out a plan for the theme and the color scheme and featured villager villagers articles and all that stuff 
Um, and then everyone goes off and does their individual tasks, like the artists start illustrating. And we have deadlines throughout the month to make sure we're on track. And we always put together a draft version of the entire fanzine so we can pass it around and check for any errors and make sure it's good to go. Although one or two times a few errors have slipped through. I think um, we accidentally put that the January giveaway was February or something, and a lot of people noticed that. Um, But if you do notice any errors, if any readers are listening, please do let us know and we'll give you a little prize or something. Um, So, yeah, once everything's done and we send it off to print on the first of the month, um, we then receive all the magazines on the 7th and pack them all up and send them around the world. (laughs) Yeah, and it's really impressive to know, like, how quickly that all has to happen. I have been part of just, like a monthly in-company magazine that we put together. And the editing process takes so long. Writing everything takes a while. But then just like even just waiting for the printing to actually happen. And then on top of that, you're sending them everywhere. And I just wanted to know how is kind of how has that been with, I guess, COVID and everything? It's been a struggle. Um, I think throughout the months, it, is, it changes a lot. So at the very beginning, we didn't find it as much of an issue, um, which is strange because I suppose it was around June 2020, which was when it was sort of starting to get bad all across the world, I think. Mm. Um, but yeah, it really started to get uh, well noticeable around December um, but it's getting a little better now and um, we're just keeping our fingers crossed that it'll be a lot smoother in the future and you know it won't be forever um, but thankfully no one in the team has particularly been affected by it we have had a couple people who've obviously had their vaccine um, and they've maybe been off for a day but apart from that it's yeah thankfully nothing's too terrible has happened within the team that's great yeah that's really good um so you mentioned your your team not only just now but at the beginning that you've got a great group of people putting this together so can you tell us about the team of course well yeah I I really wish I could list everyone and what they bring to the fanzine because they all make the crossing board what it is but um, for example, we've got Chloe, who's the head of writing and sets up brainstorming meetings and edits articles. Natasha's our creative director, who designs and puts the entire fanzine together and makes it look beautiful every single month. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katya mat- manages all of our social media platforms. Tati does the website and is our tech wizard. And Charlie does the newsletters and sets up our branding and stuff. So, yeah, we've got all sorts of people on the team, loads of different talents and skills. And yeah, that's how it all comes together. I'm honestly blown away each month. Yeah. So cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really cool. You've got a whole, you know, just a production team to get this happening. And I know we work with artists every month to have a new piece of art to debut and everything. So it's really cool that you have like dedicated people for that because Mm -hmm. every every beginning of the month, I'm like, all right, time to look for somebody fresh and new to, <laughs> to work on something. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So I guess, how do you go about picking articles for each publication, the art that goes in, kind of uh, what the content is inside of Mm -hmm. the fanzine? So those sort of brainstorming meetings I mentioned, um, we always decide on exactly what we're going to talk about each month. And it really helps to have a theme to go off, especially when there's an event like Toy Day. Um, And we really try to pay attention to the questions that people are asking in the community and what everyone's Mm. interested in, because they're, you know, what the fanzine's all about. We've really got to listen to the readers and the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I know it's difficult to pick content out (laughs) every month uh, just from experience running the podcast. So Mm -hmm. uh, how are you doing with ideas these days? Are you waiting for an update? Um, Are people trying to really pull things together? (laughs) Yeah, we're having to. uh, I've noticed the theme of the articles tends to be more how you can, you know, keep up with the game and how you can um, find things to do rather than focusing on updates because, yeah, there's a real lack at the moment. But hopefully that will change very soon, obviously with the the fireworks and stuff. But, yeah, I've noticed a change in content, but we haven't, you know, got nothing to talk about. There's always something to talk about in Animal Crossing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the biggest benefits, that it's a real-time clock, so things do change, even if they don't change too dramatically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought of a question to not throw you under the bus, so you don't have that's to answer okay. if you don't want to. But um, if there's ever like a, a spinoff game that comes out, would you guys kind of shift and start talking about maybe info from that game as well? Or do you want to keep focusing solely on New Horizons? I think, yeah, we definitely include it a lot. We we try to talk about um, as many games as in the franchise as possible, but obviously because New Horizons is the latest, that's the one everyone's talking about. And it's yeah, just the, the easiest one to talk about at the moment. But yeah, definitely if there was a, a spin-off game or an updated game, we'd definitely try and incorporate that. <laughs> cool. Yeah. And if you remember, Nina, we we were a bit of a pocket camp podcast at the beginning. <laughs> That's true. I do remember listening about that. Yeah, there was a lot of po- – uh, we predate pocket camp by just, a, I think, a couple months or so. Um <laughs> You've got to shift with the trends. Yeah, yeah. Whatever is the biggest, most fresh thing with Animal Crossing, I guess that's what takes over. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, I order the, well, I'm subscribed, so I get the physical uh, fanzine. And there are often <laughs> some extra goodies that are included with the fanzine. And I wanted to ask you, what are some of your favorites and how do you pick what goes out? Well, I'll start with how I pick, we pick them. Um, it's really, really, really tough because <laughs> we've got such a strict limit with the weight of our fanzines. Oh. You know, the, the parcel weight has to be under 100 grams and it can't be any thicker than we've got this sort of um, slot that we have to fit the envelopes through and um, if it's any thicker we can't send it off so it is a huge task Mm. Um, but it's I guess we we get to get creative with it and we've done stuff like origami uh, magnets stickers 
all sorts of stuff, postcards. Um, I think my favourite so far is probably the origami because I love stuff like that, stuff that you can actually do with your hands. Um, it's a nice break away from screens sometimes. Um, but yeah, the, there's a, there's a, a wide range. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of, and I should have, but just the actual process of shipping them and keeping them under a weight and... That it, that makes it make a lot of sense with all of the choices that you make with what goes out. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's it's a little bit frustrating because we want to be able to get. I mean, if we could fit plushies in there, we would. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that would be incredible. But unfortunately, we can't. Maybe in the future something will happen. But for now, we got to stick to that. Yeah. So I guess a little question. I know. Some people are probably asking for reprints of older fanzines, and I guess I'm kind of concerned with, like, are there going to be more magnets available (laughs) at any point? (laughs) As in sort of selling them separately? Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. We, We do have our merch page set up now, so... If anyone has any requests, feel free to send them in, you know, DM us on social media. We're always open to feedback and stuff. So, yeah, that that is a good idea. I'll keep it in mind. Yeah, I just say it. it I really love the Celeste I got, but I feel like she needs her brother to visit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of people saying, oh, I got Celeste, but I wanted Blathers or I got Blathers, but I wanted Celeste. So, yeah, maybe we'll do something. <laughs> Yeah, just some swaps here and there. Yeah. So what are your favorite parts about working on Crossing Board? I'd say holding the most recent fanzine for the first time is the best part because I'm personally much more of a physical person than digital, like I sort of mentioned. And I really like being able to hold it in my hands and turn the pages. And I love the new book smell. Our fanzines smell incredible. I don't know how to describe it, but they're incredible. Um, We've got a little workshop set up at home because I I work from home and just going into the room, it's like, wow, it's a library or something. Um, So, yeah, it's always really rewarding seeing a physical representation of your hard work. And it's also amazing to have so much creative freedom because you don't get that in a typical office setting. So that's a, a huge perk. And the whole team is just so kind and friendly and it's a really positive environment to be in. And yeah, it's also we're literally making a fanzine about a game. So there are worse things we could be doing. Mm -hmm. So cool. How much of a full-time job is this? I don't think I've taken a proper break. I've never stopped thinking about it for a year straight so (laughs) but that's just me because I'm obsessive so um but yeah I I think we all sort of dip in and out it's not a nine to five at all it's just Mm -hmm. whenever anyone has time they dip in and help out um yeah it's not strict at all but yeah I just I can't stop once I've started something I'm just that's my focus (laughs) that's awesome Yeah. So what are the biggest challenges with putting it all together? Well, I'd have to say the things we aren't in control of. Um, It's it's really frustrating to hear about the postal delays. 
because obviously we want our fanzines to get to readers as quickly as possible and we know that they're sitting at home looking forward to uh, you know waiting for it to come in the post so it makes us sad when we hear that they're still waiting for theirs to arrive um but thankfully that's not a common issue and it's you know it's typically dependent on the covid situation and yeah we always expect fanzines to arrive within the same month that they get shipped and encourage people to contact us if they haven't got it um but yeah we've been trying to figure out ways to ship the fanzine a bit earlier than the seventh each month but it's tricky because we want to get as much relevant content in there as possible and shipping a june issue in the middle of may just doesn't it wouldn't make sense um so yeah i think we're in a much tougher position than big magazines and newspapers that have access to all these amazing resources because we're just a little community fanzine but we're making it work as best we can yeah yeah and that makes a lot of sense you want the content in there to be as relevant as possible to the readers yeah yeah definitely (laughs) well I know you recently expanded the team and I wanted to know what do you look for when searching for new writers or anybody else uh, that you want to work with the crossing board yeah, we introduced our new assistant editor and writer, Jay. Um, yeah, we, we choose people based on, weirdly, we, we want them to have sort of unique hobbies and interests. We want them to say stuff that we just haven't heard of before. So with Jay um, in their application, they put that they work on miniatures and that just really stood out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just really diversifies the team and allows us to create a range of content um so that's really what we look for that's awesome um so I guess for those who are interested in joining like how can they get involved well if you'd like to um join us you can always um reach out to us at contact at the crossing board.com um applications aren't permanently open but we do love to hear from people and yeah we we like to keep things on record and just see in the future I mean I remember someone reached out to us once um wanting to be part of the YouTube channel and at that point we hadn't really focused on the YouTube channel much but we thought hey that's actually a good idea so yeah it's always worth reaching out Um, We are potentially looking for illustrators very soon. So if you are an illustrator and you're listening, do reach out because, yeah, that skill might be needed very shortly. Nina? (laughs) (laughs) If only I could do digital art. (laughs) Uh, I guess that's true. Yeah, Nina's our (laughs) resident artist here. (laughs) I mean, we are looking for unique skills, so. Oh, that's true. (laughs) doesn't necessarily have to be digital. Ooh. I'm yes. writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> so there may be those who, you know, don't quite feel they may fit working on the crossing board, but how can people support the crossing board? Uh, if you'd like to support us, um, as little as a like or comment on social media really goes a long way because that's the main way we spread the word about our fanzine so yeah we'd really appreciate just a little bit of engagement with our stuff that would help us out a ton but if you do want to subscribe 
which is probably the main way to support us, uh, even though we appreciate anything, um, you can head to shop.thecrossingboard.com. And we've also got a digital version, like I said, as well as any extra copies and some merchandise as well. So thank you so much in advance to anyone who does subscribe or purchase anything, because it means a lot to us. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so it's just Nina and Ser- er, Nina and I here, but we did have some questions from Sergio. Uh, Nina, okay. do you want to ask Sergio's questions? Sure, I can do that. So his first one is, is there some topic or feature that you and the team have wanted to write about that you just haven't gotten around to, which he also, you know, puts in parentheses. You don't have to get too specific if you're worried about not spoiling anything upcoming. Well, what we've really wanted to write about for a while is a huge update. (laughs) We've been (laughs) on the edge of our seats waiting for that. Um, So that's what we're hoping for and keeping all our fingers crossed for. But um, apart from that, I, I don't think there's a particular feature that's new that we're planning on talking about. As I said, we just come up with themes each month. You know, we've done a fashion theme this time around and yeah, just anything sort of creative and whatever influence we get from the outside world as well. You know, it's fashion week. It's not exactly Animal Crossing related, but we made it work. Um, So yeah, just stuff like that. Very cool. Um, he also asks, have you thought about making specific issues centered all around a p- specific character? Um, like he, he wants to order a KK slider copy if you guys ever do that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think a KK slider would be, uh, <laughs> that would be incredible. Um, I, I'll probably note that down, actually. I'll take that to the team because they probably would love that. Um, so the August issue is actually pretty much based on label. I, I think, yeah, oh. I, you could sort of consider it a, a character feature. Um, so, yeah, I think that's definitely something we'd be happy to do as long as there's some kind of theme we try to make each issue different because we don't want it to be repetitive you know Mm. so yeah we'd definitely be open to that (laughs) the the special the special characters are are so like rich that i think that it'd be it'd be a really fun idea to do that i like that idea from sergio Mm, definitely um, he says to you, do you collect magazines or game related products slash items or anything Animal Crossing related? So I used to collect um, Kerrang! magazines. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's probably a UK based one. Um, but I was, well, I say was, I'm really into rock music. I used to be such an emo back in the day. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the kind of thing that I used to collect. I don't collect any gaming products at the moment, but I probably should. I'm actually thinking it might be quite a cool article to maybe discuss um, the different products you can collect, you know, collectibles to do with Animal Crossing. That would be really cool. 
Oh, yeah. Or maybe get in touch with people who have, like, crazy collections of Animal Crossing things. <gasps> yes! That would be amazing. <laughs> there are so many things now. I have lived through a drought of Animal Crossing <laughs> memorabilia. And people are spoiled now. I'm just like, this is incredible. We have so many things to pick from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's someone who has an entire room filled with stuff. So that would be amazing. We could do some kind of interview or... Yeah. That's a really cool idea. That is. Um, <laughs> Ken, again, Sergio wants to know what your favorite K.K. Slider song is. My favorite K.K. Slider song is K.K. Sonata. Ooh. And it's actually because when you play it on, you know, the phonograph item, um, the sound distorts slightly and it makes a, a really haunting but beautiful sound. And I absolutely love it. I play it on repeat in all my rooms <laughs> in the house. Oh, that's cool. That's not a very popular one I, that I know of. So that's a really cool answer. Yeah, yeah not a lot of people notice the uh, distortion either. But again... Yeah being a bit of a an audiophile I love it <laughs> how cool um let's see so Sergio's last question is if you could say one thing to KK Slider and he would take it to heart what would you tell him I love that it's about KK Slider <laughs> <laughs> um okay yeah KK Slider as much as I love your live performances sometimes I just want the song straight away I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> he honestly, I think maybe he's missed like three shows since New Horizons has come out, but he always makes it a point to go and see him perform on Saturday nights. <laughs> wow, that's a true fan. He, yeah. He's honestly the biggest KK Slider fan. I don't know anybody who's a bigger fan than he is. <laughs> mm -mm, no one, there is no one. I don't think it can be matched. <laughs> yeah. wow well once again Jemima it was so fun to have you here it's so cool that this exists and that you made it and have an amazing team putting it together and I guess I want you to you know let people know where they can find you where they can go and subscribe to the crossing board all of that sure so you can find us uh actual site where you can buy the magazine is shop.thecrossingboard.com but uh, if you want to follow us on our socials our instagram is at crossingboard and our twitter and tiktok is at the crossing board youtube is the crossing board and am i forgetting anything i don't think so <laughs> um and also our email address is contact at thecrossingboard.com if you have any suggestions, any questions, message us anytime and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Yeah, Very and cool. hopefully we can, you know, see a lot more of you, a lot more of your work. And yeah, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been fun. Thank you. With that, we can talk a little bit about the update if you would want. I mean, honestly, we kind of know that the biggest reason we're getting an update right now in the first place is because Nintendo had to add the seasonal events back in the game because, you know, they take mm -hmm. them out, they have to put them back in. And the biggest one, at least for this summer, for this month of August, is going to be the fireworks show, which we're getting yeah. 
every Sunday starting at 7. Mm, do you plan to go back? Have you... Well, you, you haven't visited today since it just... I believe no. it's just starting today. But do you plan yeah. to, to enjoy them? Yeah, we're recording on a Sunday. And for me in Eastern time, it's about 6.30 p.m. So I'm excited to turn on my Switch, get some fireworks and festival stuff in, and then also like continue watching the Olympics, which I've been <laughs> doing nightly. So nice. um, I'm excited for like a cozy night indoors. Nice, nice. That's cool. I do want to enjoy them again, but I'm actually planning to enjoy them with a friend of mine that is busy until like the last Sunday of the month. So <gasps> I probably only get to, to watch them once, but that's fine. It's going to make them special. Wow. So you're going to wait until the last Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I plan on playing. Like, I'm kind of hoping that this sparks me playing more often because mm. right now I'm really barely playing once a week and I'd like to get back to playing more than once a week. So um, I'm really hoping that, you know, th these new items that we're about to talk about, plus the adorable fireworks, really get me back in the spirit. Nice, nice. We'll yeah, see. that's true. And of course, <laughs> we're also getting new seasonal items. I did play yesterday because it was Saturday, so I had to go see KK <laughs> as I do. Oh, but yeah. Th there's no new items just yet, Do but, but we do yeah. have the dates on when they're coming. The, I believe the first ones are between August 10 and August 16 for Obon. But mm -hmm. b before we discuss that one, um, I, we do have a list of the events that are either coming back or that are, that are brand new to this update. For example, a recurring event is the Cowherd in Weaver Girl Day, which starts on August 5th. That's pretty soon. So that's mm -hmm. coming back. A brand new one is going to be Bond Festival, which starts from August. It starts on August 10th. It runs until the 16th. Again, that's new to this update. The Grape Harvest Festival is coming back again. That's on September 1st. Mm -hmm. The moon, moon Viewing Day is brand new to this update, and we're getting that on September 12th. And Chusok, I believe it's pronounced, uh, September mm -hmm. 12th again. That's also brand new to this update. Yeah, that's exciting. And I think that, I, I might be wrong, but I think that in New Leaf, we got the... Um, it's like a chicken dish, like food item that goes along with this Korean holiday, which is like, it's like a boiled chicken with all these different veggies in the broth. Mm. So um, kind of sad that we're not getting that item, if that's the right. one that I'm thinking of. Right. Um, but at least we are getting some cute new items that, that look really fun. Yeah, yeah, they do. And on top of that, the seasonal items, which are always nice and very culturally diverse, we're also getting some regular items in like new colors of them. We're getting new, uh, new flavors of cotton candy, uh, popsicles, yeah. and even some uh -huh. boba tea. Yeah, I'm excited for all three of those. They're <laughs> going to be incredible. Like, I, I love seeing the villagers walk around with the popsicles. They, I mean, they make them look delicious. And I've always been like, well, why can't I have a popsicle? <laughs> <laughs> so now whenever you see one of your villagers sitting on the ground enjoying something delicious, you can sit next to them and enjoy oh, something, too. That's true. It's the cutest. Nice. And who doesn't love boba tea? Like, <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> I know, yeah, those all three of those sound perfect for this summer. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Are those, I can't remember, are those going to be available during the festival? Or are they just going to be available? 
I pr- probably during the festival, I believe we, we yeah. get the, some of those items through red and, and through, through mm. those days. So, yeah, that should be nice. Exciting. So we'll have to play a lot to get extras and save them throughout the year. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Different colors. Now, one sort of cool thing, slightly spoiler if you're not too interested on items for the future, because there's update actually has information on 12 Halloween items uh, that are coming this October, <sighs> including the spooky tree basket, a spooky trick lamp and a spooky tree. And at least these three come in different color options, too. So we're already getting items for October. What do you think, Nina? Well, I, okay. At first, when I heard this news, I was super pumped, super excited. I love Halloween. Like I said before, I'm really ready for the fall weather. It's been way too hot in Atlanta lately. Um, But then kind of reality started setting in, and I was like, does that mean we won't see another update until after October? Like, is this Mm. it? Does that mean nothing new is happening for the Halloween celebrations? Is it just these items that are new? Kind of like the bunny day items. Right. The celebration wasn't different, but there were new items. It seems like that's it for Halloween, too. We're getting a couple of fun new items, which are adorable and I'm excited for. (laughs) But that's all we're going to be getting until possibly November. So yeah. I'm on the fence about <laughs> I'm so excited and I'm so upset at the same time. How are you feeling? Yeah, you know, you're, you're absolutely right because I thought it was cool to hear about more items. That means Nintendo is planning ahead and they probably have even more plans. But you're, you're also right. I mean, maybe this is it. And they just said, okay, we have these items. Halloween is going to be the same. Let's just throw these items now that we have them in this mm-hmm. like early update because that's going to be it. I... Uh, as sad as it is, I think you're you're actually right, yeah. Well, and the other thing is, in one of their updates, they were like, don't worry, more things are coming soon later this <laughs> year, which everyone was like, all right, like a glimmer of hope. But then they didn't even tell us about these Halloween items, which I'm sure they will once it gets closer. But it was the um, data miners who found these items, right? Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. So uh, we kind of found out, in the worst way possible without them letting us know. And now, now we might not hear anything for a long time. So I don't know. I just, we need a little more respect in Nintendo. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Actually, I have the quote of that tweet about the new update because I think there's a there's a phrase there that I want to get your thoughts on. So basically, mm-hmm. Nintendo tweeted out and they said, quote, in addition to these updates, more free content for Animal Crossing New Horizons is currently in development for later this year. More information will be shared in the future. So please stay tuned. Thank you for your support and patience. That's the <laughs> last two words that got me thinking. <laughs> what do you think of this? Um, I mean, of course they want our patience. I'm sure that they're overwhelmed with the, you know, how everyone is very vocal on the internet about (laughs) what is going on with Animal Crossing. Please let us know what's going on for a good reason. We have been feeling a little left out. Um, but I don't know. New items are in development or did it say new items or new content? New free content. New free content. Or actually, because, yeah, we say new, they're, they're, saying, they're just saying more free content. 
More freak. Okay. Yes. <laughs> mm. I don't know. It sounds very contrived. Like this, this was put together by a PR person who spent days on this wording. It feels like <laughs> they really wanted to get it right to not get anyone's hopes up almost. Um, or just to get our hopes up just enough. I don't. Ugh. But then again, I'm always feeling like really, really worried about the future. So what do you think? Maybe you're a little more hopeful than me. I think a little bit. And only because of the fact that they say thank you for your support and patience. I think they know people are really, really hungry for actual well, I don't want to say actual content because we are getting content, you know, at least it's new items and we're getting mm-hmm. seasonal events back uh, as they happen. But need, people want more. We Animal Crossing fans, we definitely want more. And I think Nintendo might be cooking up something. It's taking a little more time and they might want to save it for like a big mm-hmm. release. So this could be it. I have, I'm kind of hopeful again, thanks to this statement. Nice. So you're, that's how you're interpreting patience. You, you think it means that if you guys wait just a little longer, something bigger is coming. Yes. Yes, I think okay. so. I hope so. Mm. <laughs> I hope so, too. I mean, I love these little cultural items that we get. They're adorable. They add to our catalog. We learn some things about different cultures we may not have known before. But they, I don't know. I want more. Like, I love them. But that's not what I was expecting when Ayazawa years ago now <laughs> talked about <laughs> year two content yes. and, and moving forward. So I, mm, I don't know. I, I want to see more. I'm ready. Yeah. And speaking of more, part of the data mine also discovered a little more information on a potential return of the roost to the museum. Again, this none of this is official because it's all through a data right. mine. But basically, they found references in the game code to something to to the museum cafe. Basically, referencing mm-hmm. also a new entry for the museum. So it could be that it could be. Uh, I mean, I believe a previous update also kind of added references to Brewster in, yeah. the, in the cafe. Yeah, so, I feel like I remember that's what got people's hopes up to begin with. Wasn't yeah. there already something kind of like a cafe in the data mine, like early in the game? Yeah, much earlier on for sure. And that's mm. why, you know, it's nice to see more of this, but that's why I'm not hopeful. At least not for the cafe or not because of this data mine. Like you said, because we already had something like that much, much earlier. Yeah. But on the other hand, it could mean that, yes, that data was in the game from the beginning, and maybe it was something they had to drop due to COVID, but they've finally kind of gotten back on their feet and are able to continue working on what they started. So, you know, hopefully it's it's good news. We'll see. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, getting Brewster in that cafe, that would definitely <sighs> be part of that more free content that they're talking about, and yeah. it would be worth our our support and patience for sure yeah it really would yeah it would (laughs) everyone (laughs) wants Brewster everyone wants a cafe Uh, hopefully it also means possibly a mini game with a cafe we'll see yes yes. Um, but as long as I can carry around a little to-go cup when it's fall and the leaves are like you know scattering across the ground oh I would be so happy Yes, and I'm pretty sure we would be able to customize the cup so we would have different Ooh. colors and options. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Ugh, we'll see. 
We'll see. Well, that I will keep my hopes up for Sweet Little Brewster at least. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So that's the info we have on the the minor update. I guess we could say that we got summer twenty twenty one update. Um, is there anything else you have in mind, Nina? No, just that you know I'm starting school back up again, and I'm hoping that I can get you know, Animal Crossing back into my routine. Like I was saying, I, I want to play more Animal Crossing and I, and I want to feel excited again. So, you know, one, I'm going to keep my fingers animal crossed for, for nice. the Nintendo <laughs> friends. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely with you. Yeah. Let's hope and let's see how things develop from here on. All right, everyone, I'm back once again, and I'm going to go ahead and end the show with our Haken's Islander Corner. So for those of you who don't know, every single week we ask our patrons on Patreon a question and read their answers out loud here on the show. And as Nina and Sergio were just talking about, there's been a new update for New Horizons. So we asked our patrons, what do you think of the latest New Horizons update? So Emmy said... I'm a real-life boba tea addict. You and me both, Emmy. And was delighted with the new items. I may have spent a small fortune at Red's making sure I have them all. And actually, my kids were so excited for the fireworks to come back on Sunday evening. It sort of brought back that initial excitement of last summer when the game was fresh and new. So it's really cool that you all are excited to revisit the game and got a little bit of rush of joy from that. And it's really great when... You know, the updates have been bringing back basically what we've already lived through with some new fresh things, but I think the new fresh things really do give it a little bit more life. I definitely found myself excited to visit Red's shop and, you know, get some little boba tea drinks. I I love them. Kate said, I really enjoy the fireworks event. It's fun to talk to all my villagers and hear some new phrases. Plus, I really like the new food items that can be eaten and carried around with me. It wasn't a big update, but I'm having fun with it. And yeah, I guess that's my feelings as well. It's not a huge thing, but it does have a couple new little things that I'm really looking forward to collecting and using in my designs as I'm kind of rethinking my island at the moment. So Sydney Ryan said, My sister and I celebrated the first fireworks event last night, and thousands of bells later, neither of us were able to get any fireworks from Red, only food items. So although the food is so cute, I hope next Sunday we're able to get some other items from him. (laughs) And yeah, I think that was funny. The same thing kind of happened to me. I tried to get as many of the new things as possible, so that worked out. But literally all the first things that I got from the raffle were all the new food items that Red had, the little ice pops, the cotton candy, the boba. It's I really loved getting those. But if you really do want to go and celebrate with the fireworks, it's too bad you didn't get any this week. But yeah, it goes through every Sunday this month. So be sure to check it out every week for those fireworks. Islander M said... I'm so happy that we can eat our ice creams and cotton candy and it gives us all energy. That's all. <laughs> so, um, this was all in all caps, by the way. So, <laughs> very excited to see that the food items do indeed give you energy. So, if you get some extra ones here and there and you have a big project to change your island coming up like I do, it might be worth stocking up a little bit on those. <laughs> I mean, it might not work as well in real life. I don't know how far all that sugar is going get you before you crash, but in Animal Crossing, it's a good strategy. Quantrell said, 
Well, I don't count the unmentioned items as part of the update, as I think that was an accident. So this update was as meh as the Twitter post. So not a huge fan of this update. And once again, it is basically just bringing back what we already have seen and some new little things in there. Um, But I will say... I kind of don't think that the unmentioned items were an accident. I think they were truly part of this update, and that we'll probably see the next update basically come around after those items, because, I don't know, the time frame that those take up seem to fit what the time frame has been for previous updates taking, so... To me, I'm sorry, Quantrell, but I think the unmentioned items are officially in this update, even though they went unmentioned in the blog posts. So Samantha said, Even if I still have hope for a bigger update in the future, I am happy with this one, and I appreciate all the small details that Nintendo gives us. I love the fireworks event, and I will not miss one for sure. Plus, the new items are all amazing. I'm a big Bubble Tea fan, so I screamed when I saw the boba item. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, same. I really love the boba. I love drinking it in real life and Animal Crossing life. That's, I mean, greatest crossover of all time, probably, but... Like you, Samantha, I think a lot of us are still, you know, hoping for that big update. I know Nina and Sergio talked a little bit earlier about the data mine and what could possibly be in there. So I think we'll have to see, but I think there's evidence that something else is in the works. So hopefully we see that very soon. Anyways, thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Don't want the episode to end? Well, you can keep the conversation going by Nintendo switching over to our Discord. Just follow the link in the description, and you can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio, Nina, and me. Want to support the show in a bigger way and get your voice heard during the show? Visit patreon.com slash ChewyPlaysNintendo. You can support our show with just $1, get special access to a secret room on Discord, join in on the Haken Islander Corner, and even read a monthly newsletter covering all things Haken and Chewy Plays. We really appreciate the support and put your money towards some great things on the show. Tuned in on YouTube? The comments are a great place to let us know your answers to the Haken Islander Corner. What do you think of the latest New Horizons update? If you dig what you hear, please KK slide over that review section on your platform of choice. Let people know what they're missing out on. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, Nina, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week.